Hey, what's up, guys? It's Nick. We are back in the studio for a little surprise midweek episode. We wanted to talk about the Cybertruck. We couldn't let it go. It felt timely, and it's pretty impactful. Whether you like it or you hate it, we just had to talk about it. I think this episode is a little bit one-sided. Both James and I kind of fanned out a little bit, but I want to hear your thoughts. So hop on the Discord. If you don't know where the Discord is, it's on our website. You can check out the link there and give us your opinion. I also want to thank our promotional partner, Design Daily. They are at Let's Design Daily on Instagram. So check them out if you haven't already. They post amazing design work from designers across the world. Also, if you haven't already, give us five stars. Leave a little review on Apple Podcasts. It does really help out the ratings. Follow on Spotify. Like, subscribe on YouTube. And, oh, oh, we're still doing the survey. Make sure you do that if you haven't done that already. If anything, the survey really helps us improve the podcast. So we want to hear your feedback on that. And you have a chance to win a bottle opener. So that's cool. Oh, intro and outro, as always, by the amazing Kyoshi the Kid. All right, let's get to it, guys. I'm Nick. And I'm James. And we are two industrial designers in the big city. Sweating the small stuff. And we are really sweating today because we gotta we gotta jump. I'm so excited for this episode. Whoa. I can't even I can't even control myself. <laughs> um Tell them what we're here for, Nick. Well, we got we got a design news that should cover an entire episode. Yes. Um so coincidentally last week we recorded our episode about the Mustang Mach-E. Yes. And it was three days. I think we recorded three days or two days before Tesla announced their new Cybertruck, which really kind of broke the design internet. And I have never... I mean, it kind of broke the regular internet too. (laughs) Every internet, yes. I just have never... I can't remember a time where a more impactful design has been talked about. Like, I can't... Like for me, I've been sitting here for five days looking at this thing every day. Right. Like a lot of times it's like Apple releases a new product and they, you know, we all get excited for a day and then, you know, maybe we talk about it on the podcast one time and then that's it. Yeah. This I've been like looking at and talking about for five days straight. Right. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think of something that truly broke the internet in this way. I, uh, some of the, someone said on the discord, I believe it was Andrew said the iPhone four when it got leaked do you remember when the iphone 4 was leaked the guy left it at a bar it was uh, the, it was like the very was it first the iphone 4 yeah it was like the very first uh design leak and everyone went crazy about it because before like phones leak all the time now but right. before then it hadn't happened it hadn't happened yeah and this guy had left the iphone 4 at the bar and like it kind of took the design world by storm again yeah but, but even then man yeah i mean <sighs> This is, it's a, it's a very radical design. Um, I, yeah, I don't know how we should kind of ease into this. I mean, it's there's, really, there's it's, lots of things it, to talk about here. First of all, let me just like put it up, put it up on the, uh, on the YouTube so that people can take a look at what we're talking about as if they haven't already seen right. it. The Cybertruck by Tesla. I, I don't know. Maybe you want to talk about your first impressions when you initially saw the thing. Like, what did you think when you saw this thing 
And how did you see it? Were you watching the live stream? No, it's actually from your story that I saw it for the first time. <laughs> and my first impression was, is this some second year rendering of a car? <laughs> like I thought my first my first glimpse of it, it looked like, yeah, what a very young designer would sketch out in an attempt to draw a car. Right. Uh, it's super low poly. Yes. Um, it's, a, it's essentially a huge triangle on top. Yes. It, yeah, the, the, the side is a very elongated triangle and everything about it is just that low poly. What Reed and I have been talking about in terms of our form families, it is a solid tecto form. Yes, yes, it's tecto su- form. Super angular, um, super planar. And I, my first impression, so as you guys know, if you listen to the pod, I'm a Tesla fan. I'm a fanboy, um, And I will say like, obviously, I, I think unfortunately, James and I are probably on the same side of yeah. this car. So we're going to try to critique it, give us some critical critique. But, uh, you know, when I first saw it, I actually did think it was a joke. Yeah. Because I think somewhat, I didn't even watch the live stream because I, I, Elon Musk's speaking skills are so terrible that it it makes me cringe every time i listen to him i i love the guy but i wish he could speak i know like like he'd be so much farther in his career if he could just speak like steve jobs yeah i was trying to describe this before in that i feel like when elon talks it's like he's actively trying to tell himself talk like a human Talk, talk these these are people you're talking to you must behave like one oh, and man. I, that's the way that it comes across it comes across computational but just like awkwardly computational as if a computer is trying to pretend to be a human right exactly he's uh he's really deep in that engineering stuff All yeah of, his mind just thinks in numbers i bet yeah for sure no i i thought it was a joke because you know elon musk he does he has his antics he you know he has a flamethrower he's kind of know. a he's kind of a meme lord he's a meme he's a meme guy he i can see him making a card just for a joke he's hosted uh pewdiepie's meme review oh really he's, yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's on he's on the YouTube. He was on the Joe Rogan. That was a big oh, thing. Oh yeah. That was that was huge. Everybody, you know, lots of memes of him taking the the hit yeah. of the blunt and then a year later the <laughs> Cybertruck is born. Um but I would say for the first like 5 seconds I thought it was a joke and then I realized it was real. Yeah. And then I and then I completely switched. I was like this thing is sick. Yeah. I love it. And I I mean, obviously it's very polarizing. You I feel like there's really no one in between here. Like I haven't really heard anyone being like, Yeah, it's okay. Like there's right. like I've never even heard that comment. Yeah. It's either I love it or I hate it. Yeah. I uh I've always been a big fan of the angular cars, the very like mm-hmm. boxy look, the very like seventies and eighties look. Right. Um I mean yeah, I'm not we've... I'm not a big car guy, but I do no. like cars. I mean, as a designer, I think you admire nice car design. And it's funny. I feel like there are a lot of people that, like, in in these Instagram design circles or just in the design circles that we're familiar with that are big car fans, car yeah, people that definitely. are just outraged <laughs> by yeah, this car. There is some outrage for sure. And, and uh, you know, 
to to a large extent, I don't blame them because it does it does come across as a bit sophomoric. Yeah. In terms of the execute, like in terms of just like the base concept in itself. Um, but I I have to say that yes, the first image, and I remember it being this this image here, which is kind of this three quarter view as it's coming around a turn. Yeah. That was the first image I saw, and it that didn't. That wasn't so striking to me. That didn't. That was where I was kind of skeptical. But when I started to see more images of it and the full 360 of this thing, that's when I started to feel like, oh, this is, this is actually pretty amazing. Uh, that that this is what it is. I I don't know. It's so it's so hard to yeah. I mean express. I mean I know that they took a lot of inspiration from those uh like boxy oh you know the one thing was that it's inspired a lot by the delorean it's made out of stainless steel yeah which is a whole another a whole another thing to think talk a whole another thing to talk about right um i also think i'm a big fan i was also a big fan of like the bmw m1 i don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen that car it's like their it's like the bmw's 80s supercar okay and of course the Lamborghini Countach has those like boxy shapes to it. Mm-hmm. So when I first saw this, like, you know, I, it's like a car for Daft Punk and you guys right. know I love Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's just so, I don't know. It's like, it's insane. I was actually surprised on how many people liked it. Yeah. Cause, cause you know, a lot of people thought this thing sucked. And so I put it up on my Instagram to do a, a poll and it was 40% of the people said they liked it, and then 60% said they didn't. Yeah. I thought it would be a lot more skewed. I thought it would be like 20% liked it. Yeah. You know, in a conversation that I was having back and forth with um, Kelly Custer, Knack mm-hmm. Studio, she was telling me she, that... Th- that's her... She does transportation design. Yeah. Like, that's this, her studio. This was, this was a while ago, this okay. conversation that we were having, but she was saying to me that when it comes to concept cars, they go for a 50-50 split. Like, that's how they know if a concept car is successful. Oh, interesting. Is if, is if like, yeah, because if everybody hates it, then it's too far out there. No, right. like, And then if everybody loves it, then it's too stale, it's too familiar. They want that 50-50. That's a good point. I, um, I, I do agree. I feel like a lot of, I mean, I think I've said this before. It's like, if people are loving your design and hating your design, that's great because at least it's not mediocre. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and also this is going to be the truck on Mars. Is that, is that the case? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's what Elon said. Elon, or at least I, I saw that somewhere. Elon said that the pressurized version version will be on Mars as a Mars rover. Yeah. Um, and there is something about the process by which they're going to make this car that makes it so that it's better to do these angular forms. Yeah. That's what I, is that what I've been hearing? I think, yeah. The, I mean, a lot of these details have started to surface over the past five days. Obviously the first day was just like, what in the world? Yeah. And then as some more information's come out, it's, it's been quite intriguing kind of learning about this thing. So, you know, it's made with these very, it's, it's perfectly flat. Like, the lines are straight. It's not like it's subtly curved. Well, it might be subtly curved, but it's yeah. like very crisp. And it's stainless steel. It's a certain alloy. And it instead of so traditional trucks, right? Traditional cars in general 
have this underlying frame and I'm sure you guys have seen it in like a how it's made video. You see the big car frame go into like the tank and get molded and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's my technical no- t- terminology. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this design, there is no frame. There's no frame to the car. Right. The frame is the panels. Right. right. Um, which I think I was reading an article and it was talking about it's akin to airplanes. Because originally airplanes had this kind of underlying structure. If you think about like the right, the original Wright Brothers plane, right, it had that kind of like wooden structure, and then it was covered with fabric. Right, right, right. This fabric skin. But at some point in the uh, the aeronautical engineering sphere, they changed the structure to the outside skin. Like when you think about a Boeing, it's just that circular right hull, and there's no like structure inside your like you know airplane seat like it's completely hollow in the inside Mm. um so that's what they did with the car Hmm. and because they needed the structure they had to use the stainless steel and also the stainless steel is three millimeters thick which is pretty thick yeah and so they can't stamp it they can't make a super curvy or like you know uh formed design right it has to just be folded essentially like origami yeah. So I believe what they're doing is they're like cutting a groove along the fold and then folding it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so funny because I, I guess there were all sorts of concepts that were surfacing before this event ever happened as to what they thought the truck would look like. Right. It's so funny to go back and look at some of those, like the, the concepts of what it would be like. Because, you they're know. They're just very trucky. Yes. Like it's just all trucks. Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be very honest yeah. right now yeah. in that, and I don't know that I've ever expressed this before, but I've never, like, I've never really been a huge Tesla fan in terms of the styling thus far. I would like, agree; it's very generic. Yeah, for sure. It kind but, of follows the the rest right. of the automotive industry. Yeah, but the the thing that I've been saying over and over about the because you know to people, especially those who are not into the truck, into the cyber truck, is like. I feel like Tesla did their part. They got everybody, they got the entire market to take electric vehicles seriously yeah. by by making just like nice cars. Right. You know, they are they are good looking, you know, they kind of fit into the mold of the sports car, the sedan, the SUV. I would also argue that Tesla's experience is way superior as a right. car. Like I think and I don't know for experience, I don't have a Tesla, but from what I hear, like the experience of owning and using a Tesla is completely different because it's it's a lot more tech driven. It's a right. lot more tech forward. You're thinking a lot more about the UI and UX. You, all you have is that screen in the center console. Yeah. And it is more of a, like, there's always these little Easter eggs that Elon puts in there. Like, yeah. You know, he's always like putting video games on the center console. And yeah, I have a buddy who has. A Tesla and I've and I've you know driven I've been driven in it yeah. I haven't actually you didn't get to I didn't get to drive the car okay um, but it is like the interiors are beautiful everything about it is does feel very luxury and it was a, a model 3 um, so that's like uh, I guess on the that's like the most affordable it's of entry level yeah of the uh, the Tesla's but 
still very premium experience. But yeah, to me, these cars don't come across as anything special. Right. But it did really get the market to take electric vehicles seriously. And right. now that that's happened, I feel like the Cybertruck is the perfect like next step. I agree. Is to say, you know what? We got you all interested in this. Now, <laughs> let's break the mold. Let's completely shatter the mold. Well, I mean, it's 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 so funny too because just last week we were talking about how all like all car designs are the same, right? Yeah, there's this really it's depressing so chart. Um, also, I, I apologize. I'm not sure. We got some construction going on here. I don't know. If we're that'll... here in the garage. You <laughs> the know, garage. we're talking shop. All right. Um, but yeah, there's there are these sort of depressing graphics out there of just how all all cars oh come on pardon the interruption uh yeah all cars from a side view they're just kind of subtle tweaks right it's like a bunch of white suvs they all look the same you can't even tell the difference and i was saying last week how i felt like maybe this exposes how i have just like a lack of nuance in my appreciation for car design but i don't know i just this the Cybertruck is so refreshing to me because it is just this, like this design shattering, market shattering piece of automotive design. Yeah, I mean, I think certainly there was a good even split on critique. I, I mean, even with the design blogs, I know like Core seventy seven and then also Yanko Design you know, dragged to this thing. They were not a fan. No. But on the contrary, we had Fast Company Design was praising this thing. Really? Yeah, I think Fast Company was kind of speaking to your point about, you know, we could have gotten one of those concept trucks. Like yeah. Elon Musk could have easily just threw a, a Tesla skin over a normal truck, put some electric stuff in it, right. and collected his paycheck. Right. But he didn't want to do that. Yeah. He wanted to make a statement. He wanted to push the industry forward. And maybe for the better, maybe for the worse, that's up for, I yeah. guess, the internet to decide or the the the, the, the consumers to decide. But um, yeah. I think I think one of the, the Fast Company articles said something to the fact of like, uh, I, I would rather be a meme than a generic black suv yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is true like yeah i, I don't know i'd rather make a st i would certainly rather make a statement than yeah. just a generic you know car right it, it is the one thing that kind of like irks me every time i look at the at the site and and of the unveiling is just the spray paint cyber truck Logo, it's like it is it's already memeing itself it just went so hard yeah into memes. i mean the, the internet took this thing to work and i mean of course the internet would do that but yeah but um yeah i've I, i've had a lot of conversations with designers you know across the spectrum um i saw um i know michael detulo was pretty uh, pretty outgoing about this. He he did not like the Cybertruck. No, Michael Tulo from I don't know one of our previous episodes. I'm, yeah, I guess can look at that. But uh, I thought his critique was interesting. He kind of pulled some parallels to uh, Star Wars. The uh, oh, like, the Star Destroyers, Empire, and like that, just like Empire aesthetics. Right. The like you know the evil 
evil empire of star wars right yeah i don't know i'm so terrible i wonder if i can just look up star wars empire design um, um it has that angular look kind of like the big the big star wars ship for sure and it was like should we be, be designing evil products yeah which is just a funny it's a funny critique like i i something to really think about like i didn't even know like evil has an aesthetic right i mean i guess it does it's very aggressive very angular yeah very dark yeah i would you know i would love to have this conversation with michael because yeah. i feel like it's it maybe it's not fair of us to like argue his points without him being here but my feeling on this whole thing is you know one of the things that he was saying is the future like the green future should be friendly it should be approachable it should be like this like hey we're all in this together right. like let's let's save the world type deal that's not that's not him saying this this is my interpretation of what he's saying but my feeling is is that a truck owner like a person who's going to buy a truck is not into this kumbaya like let's save the world go green thing and i think it's it's actually kind of awesome that they gave this aesthetic to the green movement because that's interesting because i remember another thing that another thing that happened was uh like joe rogan posted about it and his his quote about it is so great is like uh I'm all in on the new Tesla motor space sled. I'm looking forward to being obnoxious and environmentally, environmentally friendly at the same time. <laughs> That's true. It is. It is. Here is a big critique of the, um, the, the cyber truck is that was it really designed for truck owners? Mm. Like, can you see your average truck owner buying this Tesla truck? No, probably not. I, I can't. And maybe this goes to the point of like, again, like we can go back to the this this is this is the perfect example of doing design research and then taking your research, re- re- reading it all and then putting it in into the, <laughs> into the drawer and saying yeah we read the research but this is what we're gonna do right and that's great yeah I as long as you are informed about it yeah I I think a big critique was like oh this thing won't fit four by eight sheets of plywood the the bed's too short and it's like yeah but is the guy buying this gonna put in four by eight should supply one I, yeah. I don't know well also the the thing that i hear people saying is that this might not be the final like this this that's true iteration of it this is an alpha prototype yeah it's still three years away so, so we got a long way to go so there might be tweaks that are made to it in the meantime but i'm just so impressed one of the things i was chatting with um spencer nugent about this and another designer and and like one of the things that he was saying that i totally agree with is just like it's so amazing that like a singular vision got pushed through to the finish yeah like i cannot imagine this coming out with like any other company like you think ford would do that like you Mm -hmm. know how many hands are in the hands are in the works at Ford. like we just talked about it last week it just came out the mach-e came out and it was like what yeah this this feels like either the either Elon like they had meetings with Elon and he was like do less yeah or or the the director of design who is it Fran, Franz von Holzhausen yes um or he was just he just like got handed the project and saw it through to the finish and like there was just no committee involved. 
I, it was yeah. just like, yes, go with that. Go with your gut. Keep going. Um, I would love to hear the story behind this because I, I do really, I do really hope it was like an intern sketched out this crazy concept, right? And Elon Musk walks in and says, "This is the one." Yeah. And then Franz is like, "Are you sure, Elon?" <laughs> <laughs> and Elon's like, "Yes, do it right now." Yeah. Because the last time I remember a car feeling like it had this kind of just singular vision in terms of a mass market car was the new Beetle. Um, and coincidentally... Coincidentally, by the same designer, or at least he worked on the new Beetle. Franz coincidentally worked on the... the re- and that's the thing. is like, can you even think of an iconic car in the past two decades? Yeah. And, and like this... This car was certainly iconic when it came out. Right. And, and like what I was saying is like we're going to see the Cybertruck in like every music video for the next <laughs> five to ten years. Because like this car was like the music video car for like the late 90s, early 2000s. It was just everywhere. And it just has such a distinctive singular, seemingly singular vision. Right. Um. And that's really refreshing. I think people, like, we've kind of talked about this before. It's like, do we really like seeing product where it feels like it's been touched by, like, every single person at the company who could get their two cents in? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like some people even take that to the nth level and get all the research. And and it's like, all right, we, we surveyed you know, a thousand truck owners. And guess what? They like this, 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 this. Yeah. And we got to do that. And it's right. like, but let's think about this. For a second. <laughs> like you really just want to make this amalgamation of a car. Right. I don't know. Right. I also think, I mean, again, this is a little bit of a one-sided podcast, but you guys, you guys will deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> I also think, deal with it. like, what's the alternative, right? Like, what are you guys arguing against do you want Tesla to just come out with their generic right. generic truck and yeah. just have Elon collect the paycheck? It's like, I don't know. I think the I think the big counterpoint that everybody is looking at is the Rivian truck. And they're saying like this this is the correct approach to an electronic or electric vehicle. Uh, I, I do think the Rivian's a nice a nice vehicle. Yeah. It's definitely a little simple. It's very minimal. But they're it feels like these are servicing very different markets. At least uh, since the Cybertruck, it now feels like they are separating themselves into different markets. Like right. this, this feels like Land Rover, that like that kind of like right. sportsman market. Right. Whereas, yeah, the Cybertruck is like I don't know, mount a Gatling gun on the back <laughs> of that thing and shred through Wyoming or something. I think we should. I think we should talk about some of these details because yeah, they're. It's bulletproof. Yeah. Which is, I guess, a thing. Yeah. Is that needed? I don't know. Well, it's so funny, like, <laughs> that there was so much talk I- initially about the, the failure of the bulletproof glass, about the, the... Yes. Yeah. So if you missed the... I'm, Let me see I if I can pull it up. If you missed the live stream, they threw a steel ball at the, the, the side uh, window, and it cracked the window. It shattered the window. It right. didn't shatter it, but it, it messed it up. Um, you know, I, I guess. <laughs> I, I, so I was reading another article about why. Uh, apparently, they did some tests with the glass itself on 
just dropping the ball vertically. I don't know yeah. if you saw the live stream. They dropped it onto the glass that they had manufactured, and it was clamped down to this to this like frame. Right. And because it wasn't, I guess it wasn't fully clamped down. It had a little bit of wiggle room, mm-hmm. but on the truck itself, it didn't have any wiggle room, so it couldn't hold the impact. Yeah. Regardless, Elon Musk said he's working on it. Like it's it's one of those like <laughs> it's it's like the iPhone moment uh, where you remember when Steve Jobs got up on stage and like. He couldn't get Safari to load because everyone in the audience had was using uh, the Wi-Fi. This is like an old, old keynote. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think because there's also another video of of Franz throwing the steel ball at the Cybertruck before the right. launch. They did test it before, and it just bounces right off. It's a it's unfortunate. Yeah, for sure. Um. I, I, but it is interesting, like, why – is Bulletproof just this thing that's, like, it just is, like, a good level to reach? Like, it's kind of like the iPhone. Like, oh, it's waterproof. Or, like, right. oh, it, you know, it can withstand six-foot falls. Like, I don't, it's just funny that Bulletproof is the level of, I don't know, Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I, I, I don't know. Like, has anybody really explored, like, why that is significant I, to the sale? I am really curious. to the truck? I guess this kind of goes on the stainless steel thing. Like, having the whole exoskeleton thing was super innovative. Like, putting the frame on the outside. Yeah. I wonder if that was a result of the design. Like, they sketch up this angular design, and they're like, oh, this is cool. Right. And what if that angular design was just sheet steel yeah and it could also be the structure or was it the reverse it was like elon musk was like or, or whoever was like hey instead of having the structure underneath what if we put the structure on the outside right and how would we do that right and i'm wondering which came first was it that like it's a chicken and egg scenario yeah yeah i don't know it's uh it is exciting to be in the midst of like something that is such a such a polarizing debate. The the great thing about this is I feel like it gives it it has opened up yeah the world. Yes. The design industry and certainly the automotive industry like it has said, "Hey, we're doing this thing." Right. What are you guys doing? You're going to make this <laughs> like how many how many how many car companies are going to come out next year with a new car and everyone's going to be like, "Yeah." It's yeah. not it's not a it's not a Cybertruck. Like, right. Like right. To come out with a new car after this, you have to really you got to start be you got to start thinking hard. Like they up the game of what the future looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I I I do I do feel like gosh, I I hope I'm not like is bloviating the right word. It's just like I hope I'm not exaggerating how much I feel like this is going to be a before the Cybertruck and after the Cybertruck world? It might be. It could be an iPhone moment. It feels very iPhone moment to me. It's hard to tell because you don't know you're in an iPhone moment until, until like a couple of years out. And so... It's a fair point. That's fair I point. mean, we're definitely not in a Motorola flip phone moment. Like, <laughs> but... But yeah, it's 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 really it's really hard to tell if this is just going to be like this, this sort of... Uh, anomaly a novelty yeah uh or if it is going to change i mean hope what i'm hoping for is maybe not for a ton of angular design to suddenly come out in the automotive industry i would agree but 
for the automotive industry. It's like, you know, Nike for years was just like killing it, just, you know, crushing the market essentially in terms of athletic shoes. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Adidas like just rises from the ashes and becomes this behemoth. Right. And like... Because they started doing that the crazy stuff, like they collaborated with Kanye, and yeah, all these things, and now we're in this really interesting competitive time within footwear of who can come out with like the most interesting, you know, aspirational whatever piece of footwear, and so I'm kind of hoping that this is the same kind of moment here, is right. that suddenly this cr- company emerges and they take a real gamble. I mean, the thing that I can really remember. The other thing that I can really remember from my lifetime, and obviously this is pre-social media, but was the iMac G3 and how that completely blew the blew the doors off, like the you know, yeah, the colorful the com- computer. Like- the computer industry at that point was just all just beige, 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 beige <laughs> boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly this computer came out, and that's the first time I honestly remember like really caring about design it's like the exact reverse it's like right all we have now is all these like really curvy yeah smooth cars and then all of a sudden now we have a box again yeah yeah no absolutely <laughs> it's uh yeah it's uh you know i was who was i listening to they were talking about with music how every seven years they think it goes back and forth between punk and psychedelia and I feel like maybe it just takes longer in product. Yeah. But it's funny. like, but yeah, this is punk. This like is this so is punk. This is very punk. And I feel like we've been in a psychedelic car phase for a while and we need some punk in our lives. That's true. I think we should talk about some of these details here. I think there's some really interesting design details that I, I thought were at least like you see the car, you kind of like a lot of people write it off. And certainly I can see why it's crazy. Yeah. There are some pretty innovative details about this car. Um, you know, for one thing, it has air suspension, so it can, you know, regulate, you know, if it wants to be on the highway, it can get really low. Mm. And if it wants to go off road, it can get high and have clearance. It also helps loading and unloading whatever you're, you know, putting on, putting onto the back of the truck. Right. Um, and it has a built-in air compressor. Which I try to look up is if there's other trucks with built-in air compressors. I couldn't find any. I'm hmm. not, a, you know, I didn't do a ton of research, but I think that could be the first time air compressor is in the truck. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Wait, so what would that, what would that be used for? Tools? I don't know. You could also oh, fill, you could yeah. also fill up your tires you with could fill your, up your, tires. your air compressor, <laughs> which would be which would be super convenient uh, if you have a flat tire or something. Yeah. Um, and the the. Another critique about the stainless steel exterior structure is that now there's no crumple zone. Mm. Like, you know, there's a good reason that cars are pretty prone to being dented up. And it helps when you get in a crash. Yeah. It takes some of the impact and the force. Right. If you crash in the Cybertruck, well, this thing's a a solid steel block. Right. And, you know, you're probably just going to get liquidated maybe oh, I don't, I, no i'm not entirely sure yeah that was a pretty big critique and i'm definitely concerned about that as well like what like 
it doesn't seem like this thing has a crumple zone I, and maybe it does maybe there's like some crazy like origami technology going on here that i mean that alone makes me think like do you think this is actually coming out like do you think this is this is for real i mean elon's not one to to waver on his his uh his bets i mean i, I can't remember a time where he said something that didn't well happen. no i mean there's the whole like solar tile thing the solar city and which i, I think is still just a rendering and i and i have seen investors on twitter talking about how much of a scam that is i think I saw that, casey neistat was getting his solar panels installed uh let's see solar city uh what is it i i'm not sure uh i will say yes i think there's certainly been a history of delays with tesla mm-hmm. like you know just things take time to figure out yeah um, but i don't think it's ever been i don't think he's ever over well, i don't know yeah uh, maybe maybe he, he's always delivered though. for sure it might have been a little bit different but i think he's always delivered yeah from from what i can remember yeah you guys can correct us if you want yeah i mean maybe maybe this is available i'm not sure um it seems to be from the website the solar roof i mean again to your point james like this is like three years away, like two, three years away before the the, te- the Cybertruck even ships. So, you know, there's certainly a lot of time for refinement and improvements. Mm-hmm. Like a- another thing that was kind of interesting, I thought about the stainless steel exterior was that y- it's not painted. Like mm. that's a cost savings thing. Yeah. You're, you're not. And also just like, Hey, paint's like not the best thing for the environment either. So like, you know, it kind of goes along with their ethos. And also, will it age? Yeah. Will it Will it have kind of this, like, patina of, like, mm. like nice, like, scratches and, like, kind of a, a brushed or, like, I don't know, like, stainless steel ages. Right. Like, it, it kind of has that, like, nicked up. Like, when you have your keys in your pocket, it comes out, like, kind of that, like, nice textured thing i don't yeah. know is that it that's a kind of interesting thing like you don't think about that with a painted car no like you would never want like a bunch of cracks and stuff right in it. right but would you would you want like would you want to show off how weathered your cyber truck is right um there is one thing i remember i did see a meme of like basically I, it was like a an aztec the pontiac aztec okay. right like mounting a DeLorean and that's how we got we got the Cybertruck because there is something reminiscent of the Pontiac uh, is this the, Aztec is this ads. the car from Breaking Bad yeah it's okay. like you know officially declared like the ugliest car ever made but there's it's this hatchback SUV crossover thing um but I do remember in the advertisements and that like there was this shot of it with a with the whole camper set up in the back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. and there is a camper set up on the Yeah, there's a camper set up on the Cybertruck which uh yeah, I don't know. Does that I mean that that sold me. Does that bode well? Does that bode well for this? I don't know. I I also think um there there's Core Saving 7 gave a critique a little bit and we're, it was talking about the since there's a triangle on the top. So so normal normal trucks you have kind of the the front of the truck, you have the cabin, and then you have that bed, that yeah. flat bed. There are some trucks. I think it was like the Highlander or something mm. that goes from the cab, and then they have this like structure that slants back to the mm. bed. 
And similar to the Cybertruck, there is no like cabin bed delineation is one straight line. Right. And the critique was, I believe this was on Corsair 87, is that if you're a truck owner, you're throwing stuff in the into the truck from the side, yeah. lifting over that extra little like angle is going to be even harder. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's a valid critique. I also saw that that little angle, that empty space, that's just like a flat piece of stainless steel is storage. They show that it mm. opens up and you can put stuff down in there. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of like, you know, interesting. Right. The uh, Also, another thing about the truck bed is that it has this rolling kind of, uh, yeah. they, they call it the vault. It kind of has this it's like. pretty sweet. I, I, I don't i don't know what i don't know what it's uh i don't know what, what kind of mechanism there's like you know what's a good analogy for that it's like a rolling kind of like sheet i don't know what it is yeah but it's gonna have solar panels on it did you know that i heard that that's an option yeah to make to make that like the solar roof um because they said something about like the average car people only drive 30 miles a day and that it yeah. could charge it could charge up to that much um in i guess good sunlight the other thing that was interesting is that there are a lot of tie downs on the bed itself Mm. so that was another detail that i don't think got shouted out is like there's a a great like system in the bed to tie down a lot of gear or whatever you're carrying yeah Uh, you know there's these lines in the bed and then they also released an atv along with oh yeah so you can charge your atv right inside of the bed um, I don't know if you saw the interior. I thought the interior is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, with the uh, the marble. It's it's yeah <laughs> dashboard. There's I a feel marble like there's dashboard. No way this is the truck that's coming out because there's no <laughs> way that they're going to be able to actually sell that. So, so what I was what I heard is that it's not actually marble. It's some sort of paper product, sealed paper product. Okay. So I don't know what that means. I really don't know anything more than that. I think I just saw that on a YouTube video. Um, of course you did. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see the the results of that. Yeah. Um. I it, mean, they they also like released all sorts of videos of it, like out racing a like a Porsche, yeah, right? It, and like pulling uh, an F one fifty uphill. Yes. Yeah. Why the F one fifty was pulling downhill? Yeah. Um. um <laughs> it's just like. It does. It does feel like a troll. It does feel like a lot of trolling. Yeah. On uh, on the automotive industry, but I feel like the automotive industry maybe has not been so kind to Elon. That's fair. And, and so he's <laughs> like, "All right, guys, here we go." I you do have to admire that. You do really have to admire the fact that you have a CEO that is ballsy enough to just make this thing real. Yeah. Like, there's not many people. Like, the Tesla stock dropped. Like right almost 10 percent. where is it at now was, uh i don't know if it's but the thing is is like the stock market is so scared of this kind of stuff right and many ceos abide to the stock market they they pray to the stock market every yeah. single day you can yeah you can see the <laughs> the crash yes and so just to have a ceo that sees beyond the stock market right is a, an applaudable feat i think yeah um I also think there. I also wanted to touch on another another detail that's missing from the Cybertruck. Yeah, there's no mirrors and there's no windshield wiper. Right. 
Well, so how is that going to happen? Yeah. Well, I mean, I in in riding in a Tesla, I know that the UI has this this thing where it essentially tells you exactly where other cars are based right. on your position. So I don't know what the need is really for for that. I mean, you can do the quick look around to well, check. Well, I think especially as we go forward in the future, like when this will be released. Yeah. You know, I, I believe, I believe, I, I'm not sure on this, but I believe having cameras is actually street legal in the, in Europe. Mm. It hasn't passed in America yet. The I laws see. haven't passed yet in America, but there are cars that do have, instead of mirrors, they have cameras on the side and then right inside of the car you have, you know, screens that show right. The mirrors. Right. But even beyond that, we're looking at autonomous vehicles in the in the near future. So at some point, maybe you don't even need. Yeah. And and maybe this goes as a defense back to the crumple zone thing. Like if all the cars are autonomous, there's going to be way less crashes. Right. And so therefore, crumple zones maybe aren't as needed. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a crazy thought. But like, yeah. you know, whatever. I, f- I feel like, God, just like looking at that back-to-back between you, the F-150 and the Cybertruck. It's insane is to just, compare the two. It does, it does feel, it feels like an illusion in, in one way, but it also just feels like, God, like why, you know, why are we still designing cars this way on the left? It just, it feels like the same stuff that I've seen for the last yeah. 10 years. I, and also, this is like a huge argument in general like consumerism of hey this is you know it's the new year let's release a new product and right. people will buy more of it like this is a whole like this is what you guys want right you're, you're like complaining about hey the new thing people are just buying it and they're you know burning up the earth yeah now we have something new that's actually new and <laughs> and what you guys gonna complain about it? all right, right. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm, you, you know this is gonna be a heated episode i just can't i, I I mean, a few other things to point out. It's the uh, the front of the cabin has three cars or three three seats. It's a six seater, mm-hmm. so it's a six seater, uh, which you haven't seen in car design in a long time. I mean, you used to have that kind of like bench style seating right. back yeah, in the yeah. day, which is probably super unsafe back then. Um, and then the other thing is the unified front light. Like the Ooh, one solid strip. The headlight. Just headlight. one single LED strip. I like that. It's really it's really nice. Um, I mean, there is... Okay, so I think we should get somewhat back into critical mode. Okay, yeah. What's the... I mean, I feel like a lot of people are just going to say like, oh, yeah, it is a troll. Like, this is what... This is what Elon right. does is right. he causes a stir and like this is this purpose. is car design for the social media age. And it is. It uh. is. <laughs> I I agree but like that's the age we live in. Right. Like what, what are you going to Okay, sorry. Critical mode, yes. Um and to me like there are parts of this that do feel like a second year gave their cad to uh, like Esben Oxholm <laughs> and he just gave it a sweet, like sick render or, you know, that like Zarky or any of the, any of the, any of those top renderers out there. Cause if you looked at this thing in SolidWorks, this thing would look hideous yeah. for sure. Well, and that's, you know, it's fu- funny enough. We were talking about the iPhone four earlier 
And I remember one of my professors saying, like, isn't it funny? If you guys submitted an iPhone 4 to us, we would fail you. Right, because it's, it's extruded square. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like, it's it's like, duh. Like, or like, what is this? It is. That's an interesting critique because it is a funny thing when people say, like, oh, because that was Yanko's critique. I don't know if yeah. you saw Yanko's post. They were like, yeah, this is easy. Anyone could make a planer, like right. a planer car. Like we probably all made them in right. AutoCAD or like whatever first software, SolidWorks software we were used. We we're like, oh, I'm gonna make a a car and 3D model a car, and you're like extruding and cutting, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what it turns out to be. Right. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a quote from Detulo about it, saying um, basically the summation was like like design that's different is easy right design that's good is hard and my counterpoint to that and again i feel like we need to get somebody like detulo on here to have that yeah. really full discussion because all we're doing is fanboying over here but um i, I do want to just plug that detulo had a great thread on yeah. the 477 forums so if you want to go read that yeah and contribute there he kept plugging the, the forums and i was like okay boomer <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Detulo. Oh, Obviously, the forms I, are good. I, yeah, I check them every day. Yeah, I. Uh, but, but uh, what I was going to say is that I think yes, doing a different concept is maybe easy, right? But actually executing on it, knowing that you could be completely blowing like a ton of cash. Oh yeah, your stock, real designership. Like, everything everything that like your company has you know has been built upon you could completely destroy with one design yeah that's just completely polarizing that's a lot more difficult that is difficult like that is extremely difficult to just stomach like what is going to happen there yeah so i i don't know i see his point in that it is easy to just be like let's do something totally out there and that like a really good refined design is difficult but i think actually both things are difficult when you're talking about bringing product to market yeah i would agree i i also i maybe wanted to touch on the windshield wiper thing again because i was reading something. oh yeah so the the prototype didn't have a windshield wiper and i was looking into it i was like well how is this thing going to drive without a windshield wiper and actually tesla has filed for several patents on windshield wiper designs mm. there's one that kind of uh, folds down and hides away. Oh. And then there's also one that, that is just lasers. <laughs> Which is just classic Tesla, right? Like, like, oh yeah, instead of like a wiper, we're just going to use lasers. I would love it if just like two drones came out of the back and just like swiped <laughs> the windshield That's an dry That's and then come. went back and got charged up again. Uh, oh man. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting from here on like we've been saying like it's the response to this like the 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 rounds of design that we're expecting like a year out from now it's going to be interesting to see what stance the rest of the automotive industry takes yeah. from this. Like is this going to be a success in terms of pre-orders right now? It's at what 200,000 you said? 200,000 as of recording is how many people have signed up to purchase this car. Now, you know, how many people actually shell out. Right. That's another thing. The price is super reasonable. $40,000 entry yeah. level. Yeah. That's which is insane. Incredible. Like, have you ever... Like, there's not a more iconic um, car that you can buy for $40,000. Right. 
How much is a Ford F-150? A new one? I don't know, 30. It depends on what model. There's all kinds of add-ons and stuff. Right. Um, but uh, I, I will say, I think there was a lot of... I, I think this is another interesting point. And this kind of harkens back to maybe a past episode or two where... Yeah. A lot of people were trying to redesign this car. You know, it comes mm-hmm. out, everyone wants to like add their two cents and like, oh, hey, what if we did it this way or tweak the angles this way? And right. And that, and I, I do agree. Like, there are some angles on this thing, which is like, uh, yeah. it feels a little, what's yeah. going on here? You know, it feels a little tight. Um, and the thing is, is like, the design is the design. Right. It's done. Right. This is it. Right. And you can't change it because this is the design now. Yeah. And this is the iconic design, which yeah. goes back to the whole, like, I think we had an episode around, like, famous design versus actually good design. And is there a difference in how they interact? And, like, a lot of people think iconic design is good design, like the the Salif. Mm. Like, Juicy Salif. Yeah. And, and, like, is that good design? It doesn't matter because this is the product now. Right. And this is the design. Right. Which I think is just interesting. Yeah. It's... um. I don't know. We're we're just gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see if this is actually as big a moment as as we feel. Only like time it will is. tell. I mean, I just I can't remember being so emotional about something in the past, you know, decade. Yeah. No, I can't wait to uh, at least test drive one. Oh man, this this is the first car that I ever like wanted to leave New York just to buy a car. Right. Like like I just. Like, this is car makes me want to move to Montana. Right. And buy it. And, like, yeah. that's the only reason I would ever move. It's just, like, just to buy the car. <laughs> so, so you're, you, you think you could fit your whole studio in the flatbed? I, you probably could and build some little extra little, like, roof line <laughs> yeah, thing. They've got know. tents. They've got a tent that comes with it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I applaud. I, I do applaud Tesla for this. I mean, this all being said, like, I do feel like, I remember, I remember having this conversation with somebody who was a big fan of the 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 group The Doors. Do you okay. know The Doors from the '60s? Yeah, music. Uh, yeah, music. Okay. Um, and um, I remember saying to them, they were huge fans, and I was like, "Oh man, I love that song. I think it's called Touch Me." And they were like, "That is the worst <laughs> Doors song." You and, picked out the worst song, and I do feel like. That's maybe the situation that I'm in here is where I don't really like automotive design in general. I like I have a great appreciation for automotive design. Yeah. I like I think the people who do it are incredibly skilled, more skilled than I'll ever be, but I just don't ever get excited about cars. Yeah. There's just rarely a moment that I get excited. And so I do feel like this is that moment where I'm suddenly excited about a car where all the automotive people are like, this is BS. This is the worst (laughs) thing that's ever been made. Like, I can't believe you like this sort of deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, whether you love it or hate it, it's, it's game changing for sure. I think. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I, this is a little bit of a one-sided podcast, but definitely jump into the Discord if you guys yeah. have your thoughts. Especially if you vehemently disagree, because we'd love we'd love to chat. Yeah, I would love to hear not only that you hate the car, but also what you would have liked to have seen. Right. 
because I think a lot of the the critiques fall short when it comes to that. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, you can hate on all you want, but like what would have been better? Is it some sort of Rivian type of esque concept? Yeah. Or like would it have been a car that was still angular but just better lines? Yeah. Because I think I agree, there are some lines on here that feel a little awkward. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, and the other thing is I did see that Elon said they're not going to be releasing anything for a while yeah. uh, after this, but I am curious if this design language will be in, in whatever, you know, new Tesla, new Tesla they come out with, or will it again be just a, a different departure? Will it be? Cause this is, it's, it's interesting. This whole idea of like, like starting perhaps they started with this process and then created a car around the process. Right. And like where, where will the automotive uh, like technology to build cars be in another couple of years? And will they, instead of looking for this, looking to this for their styling cues, will they look to technology again to drive that design? I mean, yeah. And, and kind of like what we were talking about with the airplane discussion. Yeah. Airplanes completely changed after they put the structure on the outside. Right. So, like, you know, maybe the aesthetic might change, but the structure, the exterior shell structure might be the definitive thing that makes this car, you know, uh, the innovator. Yeah. <sighs> all right. I thought, oh my God, my hair's all crazy. <laughs> I maybe know, I, that was a. That, that was, was a, a lot longer than I thought. I thought we were going to have a nice uh, 30 minute, but, <laughs> but that's okay. We're, we're going to be releasing this you know hopefully very soon yeah um i think i I, we can say we're we'll probably be we're going to be releasing this you're going to be listening to it on the the wednesday before thanksgiving right um and so yeah this is just kind of like a nice like midweek right and yeah i think we'll 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 kind of skip over next week so this will be kind of your your thanksgiving treat yeah so hopefully it is a treat, and if not, head on over to the Discord. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, as always, I'm at Nicky Baker. I'm at I Draw on Receipts. Peace. Later. <laughs> <laughs>